Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. All right, welcome to another edition of It's Still Real to Me, our wrestling podcast, Zaslo Show 2.0. Everything Zaslo Show 2.0 is presented by our title sponsor, Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys. If you're involved in any kind of an accident, slip and fall, motorcycle, automobile, 
Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. If you're hurt out there from an accident, you go to Anna Jarn Levine. They treat you like family this way. You only have to think about your health and all that important stuff. You let them take care of getting you the money that you deserve. Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. Another big week in the world of pro wrestling. We'll recap it all for you here. My pal is Joey Levin joining us here. Uh, Joey, uh, Amanda Nunes retired last night? I, I just saw this, right? Yes. And, you know, I think for a lot of people, it's probably about time. She has uh, been dominant for, for so long that it's just uh, maybe maybe they can figure out a way to have some new blood that makes things interesting because she's uh, – I think a lot of people have lost interest in her because of how because of how good she is. So, so she won a second belt last night, right? No, 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 no. She's had a set. So oh, she's had the right. second belt. So she is the bantamweight champ, one thirty-five. She won they, that back after losing to Juliana Pena like yes, a year or that's, something ago, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Which was a lot of people think was a fluke. You know, the way Juliana beat her was, you know, she tapped out really quickly. A lot of people think she probably wasn't prepared for that fight. The 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 the. The rematch, she absolutely just dominated Juliana. Like it was, like like I don't even know if it's worth having a third round of that. Um, but so the one forty five belt, which is her second belt, the featherweight, was a belt that the UFC essentially created for Chris Cyborg. So Chris Cyborg was for a long time recognized as like the most dominant yeah. women's fighter ever. Yeah, and but she was too big to be in the UFC. They didn't have a weight class for her. So they essentially they created this belt almost because they're like, all right, we're going to bring her in and make a division around her. And then Newton has knocked her out and won that belt. But then since then, there's no 145 pound women. So she doesn't defend the belt. So Dana basically said last night that 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 division's done. Okay. And so they're going to, re- they're basically going to retire that belt. And then she retires. And now the 135 belt is open. Why don't they, you know, I guess the, the way that UFC always does it at that you know, they, they take like the top two contenders and then they fight for the vacant belt. Why don't they take a page out of WWE's book? Why don't they do a tournament? Wouldn't everyone love a tournament? Well, other so Bellator always does tournaments. And that's really the only, at the mo- seemingly the only redeeming thing about Bellator. But they do. They do a they, the Grand Prix. so good. They do a million dollar Grand Prix. Well, actually, so what they do is they'll do a tournament where the champion is in the tournament. It's not even for the belt. It's for a million dollars. Wow. And the champion could lose his belt in the second round. That's cool as hell. Yeah. Like the champion is fighting in the tournament, but the tournament is for a million dollars. Now, I think in the past they have also done, you know, tournaments for belts. And then the other thing that a lot of people seem to like that is gaining a little bit of steam. And obviously Francis Ngannou just signed with the PFL. Jake Paul has a hand in the PFL. PFL does a season. So it's a point system. So the regular season fights. You know, if you win a decision, I think it's a it's a point. And then if you get a finish, you get a certain amount of points or whatever. And then they have a playoffs. So, you you know, like for each division. The, the there's a champion each year, you know, you come in, there's not one person walking around with a belt. There is a champion from last year. That champion doesn't carry over to this year. Now it's a new season. They try to do it like a like actual, you like know, sports. like sports. Yeah. Where, you know, like Kayla Harrison, she won. Two seasons in a row, every time she comes back, if she's in this season, she's not the champ. She's last year's champ this year. And then they, then that That's person, if they win the season, they're the champion of the PFL and they win a million dollars. That's interesting. All right. 
Yeah, so. I just saw that right before we signed on to do the show that Amanda Nunes retired. That's that's obviously that's big I mean, news right there. Back when UFC started, like way back in the day, they did like one night work tournament. They would do one night tourneys where yeah. like, guys would fight like four fights in a night. Yeah. Um, but also back then it was like there was no time. There was no rounds. There was no time. It was just like fight until somebody dies. <laughs> I mean, I watched that movie Warrior, you know, with Joel Edgerton and and what's his name? Uh, uh, Tom Hardy. And that's a tournament. Yeah. And Kurt Angle, you know, he plays the big mm-hmm. bad, uh, you know, yeah. the undefeated dude. And uh, that movie's awesome. And and they they do a tournament, you know, for the grand. There's a prize. couple. There's a, there's a, some interesting MMA like movies and shows out there. There's a there's a show called Kingdom, um, with uh, Nick Jonas is in it. He is a he's a young MMA fighter, and it, his dad's like a legendary fighter who runs a gym, and his brother's like a fuck up who's also a really good fighter. It's a pretty interesting show too. A lot more for the drama, but there's some good MMA stuff in there. There's a lot of like random cameos from like MMA legends in there too. It's interesting. All right. All right. Very good. So, Hey, uh, we'll do WWE. We'll do AEW. We actually today, because we're in the middle of the year now, it's June. We're going to look back. I have no recollection of what they were. We're going to look back at our beginning of 2023. Yeah. Bold bold predictions. predictions, Right. I have have, no idea what I said. But we're midway through the year, so I went back and I listened and I wrote them, wrote down, and to see where we're at. And uh, there's there's some interesting ones. Okay, there's some interesting ones. I'll, just, right, uh, so we'll I'll leave it there, and then we'll see. We'll see. We'll see later on. All right. So hey, give me, give me. Uh, we we had a bunch of Money in the Bank qualifying matches this week. I don't care so much about the matches, but who do we have so far? Right. We're we're just a couple weeks away now. Who do we have so far that are in these matches? So for the women. It's Becky, Becky Lynch, Bailey, EO Sky, Zelina Vega, and Zoe Stark. And is there, I think there's one more spot. I think it's one more. So each match currently has five. Okay. And I, I, I feel like in the past there's been more, like, I feel like there's been somewhere there's like seven or eight even, but it sounds like this year there's one more. So let me hear the list again. Say it a little bit slower. Becky Lynch, Uh, Bailey, mm -hmm. EO Sky, Zelina Vega, and Zoe Stark. Okay, so so clearly what's going on here, you know, you, you could cross off Becky and Zoe Stark. They're both in the match together to continue their feud. Neither mm-hmm. one of them are going to win it. They're going to they're going to essentially take each other out as far as the way I see it. And then you have the damage control storyline. You got Bailey and EO Sky in there. What's going to happen between the two of them? Are they going to kind of cancel each other out, even though they're supposed to technically work together? You know, so I feel like they're they're bringing multiple storylines into this match. And and who else did you say is there? I just named four of them. Zelina and Zelina and Zelina's been the one who I think can win that briefcase. So that kind of plays out the way that I've been thinking. Well, well, we also have to see who the sixth person is. Yeah. So who, who do you have any thoughts? Because I don't even, I have no idea. Like, I, yeah, there's I no know. one that even pops into my mind here. I mean, it's not for the women. Be... I have a couple ideas for the men, but for the women, I, I have no idea. Yeah, like, like the other women you think about are, well, uh, a bunch of these women have lost already. Like, Sonia has lost. Natalia has lost. A, a bunch of these women, uh, you know, lost their qualifying matches. So I don't know. Yeah, but I also think, like, they need somebody else who you can believe has a chance to win. Like, of these five that are in, the only one that I that I would be shocked to see win would be Zoe Stark. Like I don't think the others. I don't think Bailey's winning, 
But if Bailey won, I wouldn't be shocked. I could I see a scenario where Bailey wins actually because it key it, it it adds a whole new element of drama to what's going on with damage control. Or Io. I mean, also Io. I mean, either one of them. I I I, I think a lot of people wanted to be Io. I think there's a big push from the. It could be the Io WWE because then you get the, you get the Io Oscar stuff. Now I think Io and Oscar needs to be an actual feud, but right. it, it could be Io. Yeah, and it also it also adds to the damage control stuff yeah. of everybody telling Bailey that ever since EO and Dakota joined, they've done nothing. Right. Right. But and Bailey's holding them down. Yeah. And now this is her sort of breaking away type of thing. But, but Becky and Zoe are a no go. Neither one of them. Yeah, are it doesn't, they're in there it, just to fight with each other. It wouldn't make sense. It would, that wouldn't make sense. Zelina would be cool. I mean, people would love it. Um, by the way, I, I, you know, it's interesting and I know we're going to at probably maybe next week or the week after we're going to do like our top money in the bank cash-ins. I was looking back at like the history of money in the bank, just to remind myself so I can start putting together that list, the women's money in the bank. There's only, only the first one was, um, Alexa, Carmella. right? Carmella. Or Carmella, sorry, Car- Carmella. And she held it for like almost a year. Yeah, it was great. Ever since then, it's never been held for more than a day. Well, I I hate when they cash it in the same night. I it's never, hate when they do that. Literally, um, I might be missing it. Maybe there was like a two-day one or like a, a week one. But for the most part, other than Carmella, the women's b- uh, money in the bank gets cashed in with Carmella, like 24 hours. Yeah, Alexa Bliss cashes in immediately. That's happened a couple times. Um, Nikki A.S.H.? Yes. Uh, Becky Bailey. Becky handed it over the next day to Oscar because she was right. pregnant. You know, ba- Bailey's was quick. I think. Yeah, right? I hate when they do that, and it's happened several times with the men. Like Dean Ambrose cashed it in that night, the night that everyone in the Shield held the title for at least a moment so, that night. I hate when they do. So, it. so here's the thing: the reason I bring that up is because if Zelina wins, she's got to hold it for like a year. Like I think. She's because of her underdog story and all that. Like, I think she's got to like, they got to really build up for to, for it to make an impact. She cannot just like, if she wins this, if she just cashes in the same and then night, all of a sudden she's the champion. Like, she's, she's, yeah, it's not and then, and then, and then she's just going to lose it at the next pay-per-view. Like you right. need, there's got to be some build up for right. like, look, if it's Becky or Bailey and they want to cash in right away, they have, there's some history there. They're champions. So they are champions and they're taking their championship back. But if it's Zelina, yeah, we need, gotta build it up. I, I'm I'm okay with it because LWO is hot and we want them to capitalize on it. But you gotta build it up. It yeah, can't she's got. Yeah, hours. she's got to be in the story. It's a bigger story. Her carrying around the briefcase, exactly. You know, for a few months, than her being the champion for like a month. It's a bigger story. And the briefcase is almost as big as her. It'll be hilarious watching her carry around the yeah. briefcase. So who do we um, got for the men so far? Who's qualified for the men? Uh, Nakamura, Ricochet, LA Knight. Santos Escobar and Butch. Okay, so for me, for me, it's really easy. You got, and, and they're adding one more, it looks like. For me, it's really easy. Right now, you're looking at LA Knight, obviously, and and I think Nakamura can win it. You know, Shinsuke is cl- has clearly, after, you know, like several years of just toiling around and doing nothing, Shinsuke has clearly been packaged now as a big star, as a big threat. And yeah, I... I, I think for me right now, it's either LA Knight or Nakamura that win it. 
I don't think the others have a chance. No I think Santos, no I think Santos, Santos Escobar, certainly, I think. And you think it could be Santos and Zelina walking around with the briefcase? Well, no, I think, no, well, I, I, I don't, I don't think they both will, but I could see Zelina not winning. Then I, but I could, for the same reasons, I think I could see Zelina winning. I could see Santos winning. LWOs, I mean, they've been huge. And also, like, we love, as much as you like Zelina, and I like, I like Zelina too, and she's been great. It's hard to get her over as like a legitimate champion. She's of course, so which is why both of us want her to carry around the briefcase forever. Right. But but Santos Escobar is a champion. Like that guy comes off as a star, as a champion. He's got a great group with like LWO is just awesome. Um, I could I could te- definitely see him winning. LA Knight, and here's the thing. Like, actually, I gotta look at their ages, but LA Knight and Nakamura are pretty old. Not that L- that doesn't L- mean LA Knight, I think, is 38 or 39 years old. Yeah, yeah. Nakamura, I think, is older. Yeah, no, Nakamura's been around forever. I mean, but not that that doesn't mean that they can't get it and cash in. But the interesting thing about this money in the bank, none of these guys have been world champions. Yeah. So that is fun. Well, like, and we also know whichever one of them wins it, they're cashing in on Rollins. Right. <laughs> it ain't Reigns. <laughs> yeah. But so Santos, has, well, well, Santos Escobar is 39. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, I, I could see, I could see any of those things. I actually could see Santos Escobar more than Nakamura. As much as it looks like they're finally packaging Nakamura to be a legit threat or a legit guy in this thing, I just don't. I, I don't can know. just I see. I, I can envision this moment where Nakamura cashes in the briefcase and he's sitting on the other side of the ring waiting for you know Kinshasa while yeah? the champ oh. is hobbled and about to get on his feet. Like I could I could just see that moment. I what I'm thinking what I'm envisioning is who is the person of this list? And then you have to also imagine there's a there's a sixth person. My fear here is the sixth and I think I mentioned this to you when I saw you yesterday. My fear is that the sixth person is riddle and that riddle wins. <laughs> Uh, I just I, I hope not. They sort of teased Riddle being in it a couple weeks ago on Raw when he was backstage. He did a thing with Gunther, and Gunther was like, "Get in money in the bank and go win the briefcase." Uh-huh. Um, you know, and that's another know- thing. By the way, you better not cash it in on the Intercontinental Belt. I know it's been made to a big thing with Gunther. I'm sorry, that doesn't fly with me. I don't like that. Yeah. But that's my big fear. My big fear is Riddle is the is the last guy. My now on the opposite end of the spectrum, my dream, my dream. Do you know what my dream is here for this sixth person? No, who is it? Come on, you know. No, who's your dream? Chad Gable. Oh, and he wins. right, 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 right. I mean, that would be that would be the ultimate. But Look, I don't. We're both but, relieved that Cody is not in the Money in the Bank, right? Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, it it wouldn't make a ton of sense. It just um, it would have been so predictable. Like, no, he should not be in Money in the Bank. That that's never. How Cody should win the world titles by cashing in. That'd be crazy. Be crazy. Nakamura, wait, did Nakamura he has been a champion, hasn't he? Am no. I no didn't he but he won he won Royal Rumble? He won Royal Rumble, he lost WrestleMania 34 lost to WrestleMania. AJ Styles. Because okay. I was I know I was thinking about it, I was like, I know he's had a big moment, but what was that? It was, yeah, it was Royal winning Rumble. Royal Rumble. Yeah. So when I'm looking at the list, I'm thinking, okay. Who when they no one's cash been a in, champion there either, right? Right. What, but what I'm what what I'm trying to envision is like of this list, I'm trying to envision the pop during the cash in, 
Like, what's going to get the reaction that where the crowd is going to lose their absolute shit I mean, over Knight. this person cashing in? LA it's LA Knight. It's LA Knight. Of this whole list. Like, there's no one else yep. on this. I mean, I actually think Santos Escobar would get a great reaction it's because of that. But it's LA Knight. And I don't even think it's particularly close. And just that several months of him carrying around that briefcase and having a microphone in the other hand would be gold. Yeah. It really would. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. I mean, it. It's the obvious choice, which is why, again, I fear it may not obvious be the choice. Obvious is okay, though. though. It's okay. Yeah, but sometimes I, they but, go with but obvious. Sometimes they do. And then sometimes they force Matt Riddle down your throat. So we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I'm not overly optimistic about it. It does seem like he's got a really good shot, though. So the other big story that I took this week from WWE, well, I guess there's two other big stories, obviously the bloodline stuff. But to me, the most interesting story that took place this week on WWE was in the main event of w- uh, of Raw. And so the main event was Rollins versus Priest for the title. Rollins mm. wins. Great match. Priest continues to kind of solidify himself as a main event guy. He's having, even though he keeps losing, he's having a great run here. All right. Yeah. And... Here is the interesting part. So you've been saying now for a couple months that you think we're eventually leading, leaning toward Finn being kicked out of Judgment Day. Damian Priest is about to be kicked out of Judgment Day, dude. It's Priest that's about to get kicked out. You saw in the match there with Priest where Finn tries to help, Finn tries to help him and Damian like a baby face turns to him and says, what are you doing? I don't like, I don't need your help. And then Damien winds up losing. Finn goes face to face with Rollins. Okay, fine. And then after the match, now this was off the air. And, you know, sometimes they'll test stuff. You get to see crowd reaction off the air. Priest, full on baby face in the ring, shaking hands with Seth Rollins after the yeah. match. Yeah. They're about to kick out Damien Priest. Okay, that's fine. I, I like what my <clears throat> that's cool. I don't I think it's kind of a mistake because I think I just, it's a mistake too. I think Finn can leave the group and be a babyface. Yeah. I don't think Damian Priest is ready to just be on his own as a babyface. Well, my I, problem I is I just where is the muscle in judgment day if they kick Priest out? Well, it's Rhea, right? Rhea wants to get beat up yeah, by Yeah, but a there's gotta yeah, but there's gotta be muscle to fight the men. JD McDonough. I don't know. I no, no, I agree. I mean I it's a weird group without Damian Priest. It is. I agree. Which is interesting because I think when this group first started, everyone looked at Damian Priest as just sort of like the afterthought, the heavy, like whatever. No, I think he but really it, holds it. To, I think he keeps it together. But if he if he's not there, it's it's weird. Although yeah, him they're about Finn, to kick him out. Him and Finn is a great. That's a great program. There'll there'll be some great matches there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't really know. And maybe everyone just goes their separate ways. Maybe Judgment Day is just gone. But but would that be crazy? Like they're so. Why would you break up a faction that's red hot? I I'm telling you, I I get what you're saying about Damian Priest getting kicked out. I still think it's Finn. I think it's Finn, and I think it's the younger the younger members of the crew are saying like, why why do you keep messing this up? But why? What do you make out of Damian going full on babyface there? I I don't know. Well, babyface after the show. That's after the show. No, but in the match, he turned to Finn and said, "What are you doing? I don't need your help. Why are you here?" Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean. Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's it, it's interesting. I mean, maybe, maybe they are. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it is a, it's an interesting, 
it's an interesting thing because I don't see a scenario where it works out very well for that group if they kick Damian Priest. I out. agree. I agree. But um, it's like that's what I that's but, what I was watching on Monday. But aren't we almost to the point with the group where there's two different parts of the group already at this point? Like yeah, but I think that's okay. There's Finn and Damian, and then there's Rhea and, and Dominic, and they have their whole other their own whole other thing. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really seem like they're they're all together that much, anyways. I mean, they are, but they're not. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they got to introduce another member soon. I mean, I think that's the only thing. It's like, but replacing Damian Priest with JD McDonough doesn't. No, doesn't that doesn't really work. Do I don't think that it works. doesn't really do it. But replacing Finn with JD McDonough does. Right. That you could do that. Yeah. But that's not what I was watching Monday night. That's no, not what no. I saw. It, it's it, it very it's good stuff. It's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so hey, did but, you dig uh what I was gonna that? say on Monday night though? I mean, I don't know if we were gonna talk about it, but I you just gotta I mean, shout out Kevin Owens and Gunther. I mean, that's a pay per view match. Yeah, that match was that incre- was on free TV. That's an incre- that was an incredible match. Yeah. To, to just to just be sort of like a throw. I mean, not a throwaway. It push. It advances the storyline. Yeah, well, and, it's about Imperium going after the tag titles, right? But still, I mean, that's just it was a it was a great televised free match just to be on a random RAW. It was yeah. so so good. Yeah, like Those if Kevin Owens weren't if Kevin Owens weren't a tag champ, you could see them having a pay per view match and Kevin oh Owens my. beating him. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? If somebody's gonna beat, I mean, there's very few guys at this point where you're like, I think they. They, it would be reasonable to see them yeah. take K- the boat off beat Gunther. Him for sure. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. maybe it sets that up in the future, which is great. Um, but I just wanted to point that. I mean, that was it, if you if you haven't watched Raw from this week, it's worth just going back and watching that match. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was a great match. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, I'm a... I'm a big Charlotte Flair fan, so I I love whenever she's involved. All right, uh, were you good with her coming, interrupting? You get a surprise there. Oscar gets the new belt, which, by the way, I mean, I'm I'm hanging on for like a, a month and a half here, wondering what the hell they're gonna do. But we finally saw, okay, they're not swapping the Raw and SmackDown titles; they're just gonna essentially replace them. I like that. I, I like <laughs> the way that they had. I, I wish that I knew, you know, quicker. But I, I like the way that they ended up doing that. Yeah, I'm fine with Charlotte. I mean, if she like we we always talk about this. If she's gonna be there, she's gonna be going after a belt. Yeah, I and mean, that's she's the best ever. She yeah. is, you know. So she's got to be involved in some way. Yeah, I'm totally. Good. Um, I'm interested in the belts. So they announced Oscar's first, and it's gold. Um, 
you know, with the men's belts, it's very clear one is more important than the other. Are is is are we implying yeah, that Oscar's is think... go Oscar's is the women's title and no. Charlotte's going after Oscar is is Oscar's title more important? No, than I th- I think the only reason that we think that what we'll, well, that we know one is more important than the other is because Roman has the one. That's why. Otherwise, it's not supposed to be that one is more important than the other. Right. It's just that Roman has it. So I don't see it that way with the women. I think there's. And so are we going to get a new one for Rhea tomorrow night? I suppose. I don't know if it's tomorrow, but it's going to. I mean, it has to happen. It wouldn't make sense for there to be a smack. There's there's a SmackDown championship on Raw, and then there's not even a Raw championship on SmackDown. I'm just ultimately glad that they didn't swap belts because that's it's such. Yeah, I mean, this is all part of their. I guess consolidating or streamlining the belts for WWE because now, so the women that t- the the Raw title is now the women's title, and then the tag titles are going to get combined, and then we'll have so we'll have three titles for the women, and that's fine. So, so are are we? Has it been announced that it's Oscar and Charlotte at Money and at, at Money in the Bank? Because I feel like we're headed toward a triple threat, right? I think that's what it's that feels like what it's going to be, and that's what I was going to say is I think the what's what's probably equally as fun to me about Charlotte coming back is that it's going to quickly advance this uh, Bianca heel turn. Right. We're slowly headed toward the Bianca heel turn. I think it's, I I think they're moving it pretty quick. She's dressed in all black backstage. She's kind of talking the way she's talking in NXT. Yeah. Yep. Um, It's, it was coming pretty quickly, which is it's, I mean, it's, it's been needed for a while because Asuka as hard as they try, they can't get her over as a heel. Like she's not a heel. Everyone loves her. Um, and obviously, and then within this trip, this three-way rivalry or feud or whatever, Charlotte is also a heel that yeah, Charlotte's you know, never gonna be baby face. She's gonna she's gonna continue to try to be a face, but everyone wants her yeah, to be a heel. Oscar Oscar is the face of this whole program, so it would be good to have these two monster heels going after Oscar. Yeah, so I like it. I'm Bianca. You know how I feel about Bianca. She has needed this for a long. She has been. And she's a great heel. People haven't seen her in WWE as a heel. She's yeah. a great heel in NXT. She's a great I heel. Think she, I think she's just, for a while now, she is just, I mean, great wrestler. Very boring. Very boring. But she's stale. All right. So this is it. She's needed it. So I like it. And I think Charlotte coming back just pushes it even further. Finally, uh, the bloodline. I mean, that was the main story of the night on Friday night. But, but no Roman Reigns. Not really a ton there. I mean, obviously, it's about Jay. What's he going to do? What decisions he going to make? Jimmy winds up costing him, unfortunately, at the end of the night. Super kicks him in the face. Solo beats the shit out of Jimmy. And it's all about Jay not still not knowing who he wants to side with, his brother or with the tribal tree, chief. I'm leaning in the direction he's going to go with the tribal chief because it really seems that Paul Heyman is kind of manipulating. He's the puppet master. He's pulling the strings here, and he's happy now. that like He's he's trying to get it through Jay's mind that it's your brother's fault. Your brother's the one who's been holding you back, and now he just costs him the United States title. Well, first of all, I just want to uh, – I'm just going to say, like, I can't believe you're going to tell me that the main story on Friday night is the bloodline when we finally have Karrion Cross versus AJ Styles. And we've all been waiting for Karrion Cross versus AJ Styles. I and like what they tell, did there, though. You're going to tell me Bloodline is more important than Karen Cross and AJ Styles? I liked Scarlet uh, 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 blowing the bullshit in AJ's Whatever. Game. I like that. Um, you know what? What did you make of 
the Jay Uso, the bat, the one thing that I that struck me was backstage when Heyman, when he, it was just him and Heyman, and he was like, he said, what did he say? He said like, oh gee, if I'm in the bloodline, that means you're not in the bloodline, right? Well, what yeah. did that mean? What is he he's saying? Like, if he becomes a tribal chief, Heyman's gone. Uh, I didn't look at it that far. I I looked at it more like if I'm going to still be in the bloodline, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that you're out. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. But it, it, that's interesting to me. I think that's an interesting little side storyline there because has he ever, I mean, I guess now, obviously, because there's, there's like this rift, has he, has he ever like openly well, been like against Heyman? Oh, yeah. Because they're bringing everything back full circle. The beginning of the bloodline. Oh, yeah. I guess Shea the very beginning. Roman, yeah, yeah. Right. And right. also the very beginning was we don't trust you. At Paul That's Heyman, right. That's it right. took a long time for Jay to be right. okay with Paul Heyman. So they're That's bringing right. everything. And it really seems like we're heading in a direction then where Jay is going to wind up being right about everything. Like, yeah. Roman sucks. Paul Heyman's eventually going to turn on the bloodline or, or, or on Roman. And it's all going to wind up looking at Jay having been right about everything from the get-go. You know who Heyman's gonna go. You know who Heyman's next guy is. I don't. I was thinking about it, but I don't. It's Damian Priest. Oh, maybe. Remember that little interaction they had in the ring a few weeks ago, maybe. where the you know the Bloodline hired the Judgment Day, and Finn Balor had this look on his face like what? Maybe. And it was and it was and it was Heyman and Priest who made the deal, and Finn had kind of had this look like you guys are making deals. Maybe, like, and it kind of looks like that. Damien is is going to have a baby face run here the same way that it was looking like it when Roman returned and then all of a sudden when you align yourself with Paul Heyman yeah you're obviously not a baby face. Huh. All right. Well maybe there's that's where it is. And then we can ultimate and then we can eventually have the the hug that I ta- that I talked about last week where Roman and Jay hug it out eventually and now we just have this massive baby face run for Roman to to sort of finish things up. Maybe that's the direction um, we're going. But in. but in the in the short term, it does seem I mean, I would imagine we're still headed towards Jimmy and Jay versus Roman and Solo at Money in the Bank, right? It's only a few weeks away. I mean, we gotta have a some type of resolution. like he's gotta choose just for the sake of money in the just for the sake of the pay-per-view, he has to choose Jimmy, right? Because then if it's if he chooses Roman, then what is it, Jimmy and Roman? Well, yeah, I mean, there's definitely something going on there because this week Paul Heyman told Jay to make sure you got your passport because the tribal chief is sending you to London. Right. So Jimmy versus, Jimmy versus Jay? But just Roman, Roman's got to be on money in the bank, right? I don't think he has to be because I could see them putting together a scenario where we're going to feature the world championship. That's the only – that's the main event. That's the main belt. Like even do if we, Roman's not do defending, we have a, do we have that yet? Do we know who that's going to be yet? No, at Money in the Bank. No, not yet. No, hmm. interesting. But I could see that being the scenario where it's like, hey, let's feature this belt as the main event in the pay per view, huh? And then we just don't have Roman until SummerSlam for whatever he's going to do. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Which we still, it's still like we're still at a point with Roman where there's nobody even talking to Roman other right. than the bloodline. Right. His, his title is not up for grabs. It's not right active. Now. It's not active. At it's the moment. not <laughs> active right now. Um, it's not active. Well, also what we, we didn't get to see this week because he wasn't on the show was our, what, what titles does he even have? Cause remember Roman, the Roman, 
Well, because remember, we were discussing last week after they introduced the new title, which right, title... it'll be interesting the next time he comes out from the back, how many titles he's holding. Right. Is he holding two? Is he holding three? Is he holding one? I think he's going to have them all. You I mean, he's only... going to have the he's yeah. going to have the he's going to have the old universal title yep. also. Yep. I don't <laughs> think that's going to be up for grabs when he fights, but I think he's going to have right. all the titles out with him. I do. That's hilarious. Yeah. If that is the case, yeah. that's it's absurd, but it's also it's it's a great little wrinkle to his like mental decaying and him going crazy is like I still have all the gold. Yep. Like I'm still the the grand champion of everything. Look yep. at all my belts. Yep. That's a it would be fun. Uh, but I I will see I, I he's got to be on TV next week. They're not going to go 2 weeks without him being on TV, I don't think. I, don't know. I guess maybe they can. I don't know. I just can. never really know with Roman anymore. Yeah, I don't what know. I, I thought he was going to be on the show this week. So I don't know. So did I. I yeah. thought he had to like address to That's Roman whether he was making his decision. Instead of yeah. us getting call Roman rates. That's I actually I love that. He does it every week now. It's so funny. Uh, I mean, hey, yeah. Heyman's Heyman's the best. Heyman, he, he's 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 the best. So all right, so let's get to some AEW stuff before we get to uh, – we'll recap our bold predictions now that we're halfway through the year 2023. So let's start out with – I mean, I guess let's start out with the world champion, all right, MJF. MJF and Adam Cole. So this was a promo that ended up getting deeply personal on both sides, and I always wonder how much of that is discussed beforehand. Hey, is it cool if I bring this up, or is it – Hey, uh, have at it. Say whatever you want. Like I always. I think want it's that. that. I think it's that. With, it's just with say this, whatever you want. I think with these kind of promos, I think it's that because I think you got to have a genuine reaction. Like if, like if Adam Cole, okay, the perfect example is when Adam Cole said, "Let's go piss in a cup." Yeah. Like MJF's reaction to that was like, "Dude, like that's not right. We can't say so." I think if he knew that, I mean, MJF's a great actor, obviously. So maybe he just, his reaction was a great acting job, but that felt like he did not know that's where it was going to go. So you had Cole talk to him about steroids. You yep. had Cole also bring up your fiance leaving you. Everybody hates you. You right. had. Which is him, not a new, a, not a right, new right. storyline for MJF. So I think he's cool with that part, actually. Right. You had Weirdly MJ, enough. You had MJF talk about. You should have been Keith Lee's manager, which is funny. And see, right. that's very inside baseball, that kind of stuff. But I don't think that you could do that kind of stuff in WWE. That's the kind of stuff that I think you can get away with with AEW because AEW's crowd, like the WWE live crowd is a very family-oriented live crowd. The AEW live crowd is more of a hardcore wrestling fan base that reads the internet. And so, yeah, I, I, I totally think that stuff, that inside baseball stuff flies to AEW. But you're, so you don't like, like we do big dirt because you don't like the, the dirt sheets. You don't like reading the dirt sheets. Right. You, like I do, I, I, I like reading that stuff. Do you like MJF bringing up dirt sheets in his promos? No, so here's the thing. So I'm okay with dirt sheet stuff like, <clears throat> like, not spoilers, basically. You right, just don't like spoilers. Right, right. Like I knew about Vince McMahon, the rumor, which I don't even know if this is true. Exactly. But that, but that Adam Cole, they wanted him to to be a valet with Keith Lee. Like that kind roster, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, like that kind of stuff. I'm okay. Especially because that kind of stuff was after the fact, after he already left for AEW. So that's not any kind of spoiler. I sure. don't like the dirt sheets because I don't want to know which which wrestlers are 
returning next week when it's supposed to be a surprise. I don't want to know that this is the direction that the story is going. I don't want to know that wrestler X is backstage at raw this week. So then like, that's the kind of stuff I don't like, you know? So, but overall, I mean, that those kind of promos, them jab and Cole is always interesting to me because I, I just, I wonder what happens backstage before and after those promos. But don't you, I, I, for this one, for something like this, I think it's like, say what you got to say. Yeah. Say what you got to say. Whatever gets the big reaction from the crowd and gets everybody talking, like, that's good for us. But that being said, like, Adam Cole fucking destroyed him. I mean, so. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, if your biggest, like, if it's, let's just say this is like a roast battle or this is like a freestyle battle, right? And the get the reaction is the insult. MJF's biggest insult was you were going to be Keith Lee's manager. It's a pretty big one. Adam Cole's biggest insult was you're on steroids and your wife and your fiance uh-huh. left you. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, two things, something two those two things are pretty hardcore compared to you. Vince McMahon wanted you to be a 70 year old that no one likes anymore. Wanted you to be a valet. Like a 70 year old that no one likes anymore. You know, I mean, honestly, I, when I was watching it, I was like, look, I think they were both great. And I, this is, to me, this is the perfect next. Coming off of the the Pillars thing, Adam Cole is perfect. He's perfect. Yeah, well, I don't expect Cole to win. I'll I'll go into it thinking he can. Like, I think he can. And I also think but Tony Khan is obviously in love with, the, with Adam Cole. Adam Cole is like his guy. That's what, you know, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Adam Cole. Those are like the guys that you could just tell since they've come into the company – those are Tony Khan. Guys. Well, I think it's one of those like Moxley where he Moxley. left. He left this situation to believe in me and come over yeah. here. It's a very similar thing with Adam Cole. Yeah, but not only do I believe he can win, not only do I think he well, he he. I, not only do I think he might win, there are very few people that can go toe to toe on the mic with MJF consistently, and Adam Cole can, and that's what makes this great. Like. Well, remember when Adam Cole destroyed Karrion Cross back when he was the oh, champion, you know? That's, that that gets reposted like yeah. once a week by people yeah. on, on Twitter. But, I mean, Cole, like this just, he's one of those guys that he feels big. To me, when he yes. came, like him and MJF in the ring together, I felt like Adam Cole was the star, personally. Um, but that, maybe that's just the way I feel about both guys and also kind of the way I feel about how they have booked MJF post the Brian Danielson feud. I thought the pillars thing just took a, a lot of steam off of MJF. Well, but a that's lot. also why MJF is going to win this feud because this is going to get him the steam back. Sure. Because Adam Cole's that good. Exactly. Right. No, and that's why I'm saying that's why I think Adam Cole's perfect in this spot yeah. because you need somebody who can elevate, who's a big enough star that the crowd loves that can go toe to toe with MJF on the mic and can elevate him back to where he's supposed to be as the champion. Yeah. Because I mean, look at what the, I, I know I was, I was really down on the pillars thing a lot, but just look at what these guys are doing now. Nothing. Right. Jungle boy is in a tag team with hook and Darby Allen is like saving orange Cassidy and Sammy Guevara isn't even on TV. Yeah. Those aren't champions. Like it was, I understood what it was. The story was a sure. It was a it was a cute story. Yeah, what it, was. it was a cute story, but it probably wasn't the right story coming off of the Brian Danielson feud. So, I'm saying all that just to say that or the 
Adam Cole thing, I was very happy to see him come out because I, I think there's a lot here, and I think it's going to go on for a while. I think it's going to go on for a while because I, I, they're not going to fight that. They're obviously – this is not going to be – Not fighting it forbidden door, now. Right. So um, – and Could they and, could they fight on Dynamite? They're fighting next week. They're, they're fighting on Dynamite. But it's a, I think it's a, an eliminator match. Like, I think it's Adam Cole is fighting to get a title shot. He's fighting MJF to get a title shot at MJF? That's what I believe what the fight is next week. They're fighting next week on Dynamite. Okay. That's right. right. I was I, I mentioned to you before we came on the air, like, next week's Dynamite's huge. For for no apparent reason, next week's Dynamite is massive. I like when they do that. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, you, there's only four or five pay-per-views. So every now and then, they're giving you a pay-per-view uh, caliber dynamites. Like I, I like how they do that. Yeah, um, I'm just double checking. I'm just confirming that it's an eliminator match. I mean, obviously, it's not for the title, but um, and that's a good night too because the Heat and Panthers, yeah, uh, who are both going to extend their series, are not playing on Wednesday. <laughs> a uh, MJF and Adam Cole meet in an AW World Championship eliminator match. Okay, if, if Cole wins, he automatically earns a future title shot. But he's not going to win by pin, right? Like he's going to have to win. Like he's going to win by DQ or something. And MJF well, this is, is all angry. Well, and- this is uh, this has got to be how they introduce whoever MJF's going to fight at Forbidden Door, right? If he is fighting at Forbidden Door, does he have to fight at Forbidden Door? I think because it's I not going to be he, for his title, right? Well, here's the thing: you don't have to because of the two matches that are already announced right. are big enough to be the main events. Yeah, but couldn't you see a scenario now? Like, couldn't you see there a scenario is forbidden where, door? where is it? Uh, uh, it's a good question. Forbidden door is why do I, somewhere in Illinois? I thought, well, because if that's um, the case, I'm saying they got to find a match for punk. If it's in Illinois, right? Well, I have something on that in big dirt. Okay. Um, but, oh no, it's in Toronto. Really? In Toronto. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, and the night before collision is also in Toronto. Yeah. No, the week before the week before. Oh, the week before. Okay. Oh wait, no, no collision debuts next week. And then yeah, collision the night before is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're going back to back nights in Toronto. So collision and then forbidden door. Okay. Yeah. But, um, couldn't, I could see a scenario where MJF cheats somehow and he has Adam Cole on the ropes and Adam Cole, he's going to beat Adam Cole. And then like Tanahashi's music hits. And then all right, Adam so Cole you think they're the setting up. it up? All right, yeah, all right. Adam Cole gets the roll up; he gets the future shot, and then that also sets up MJ or whoever it is. It doesn't have to be Tanahashi. I just if MJF's going to fight, it's got to be against whoever is like the the two biggest guys seemingly right now in New Japan already have matches, Osprey and Okada. But MJF so, can't MJF can't lose to Adam Cole, and then also lose a couple weeks later for Bindor. He's Certainly not losing. Well, if he fights at Forbidden Door, it's going to be for the title. He's not losing the title. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I mean, I I think, yeah, I think it would be for the title, and I think he'll win. Okay. But I think he'll beat whoever he, if he fights at Forbidden Door, he's going to win. Um, I would be pretty surprised if he's not on it. I, honestly, I would be pretty surprised. Who is the, you know, what's good? who's the current champion in New Japan? Uh, I don't even know who it is. I don't know. Because it was, you know, it was Jay White, and then he. Um, speaking of know, J- speaking of Jay White, like the other big thing that took place, uh, and, and you know this stuff better than me, all about oh Lord Naito, Night Naito, no, maybe not. Current, sorry, I'm I'm just trying to figure out who could yeah. fight MJF. Speaking of Jay White, are the guns now in Bullet Club Gold? 
because you had the main event the other night, Jay White, Ricky Starks, and I'm kind of bummed that that feud is seemingly over now, and that's the way that that feud ended. But Jay White wins. He beats Ricky Starks with the help of the Guns. The Guns, they're in Bullet Club Gold now, right? Like, that is obviously what we just saw, right? I think so, but also what I didn't really... So immediately my thought was, yes, they are. Um, but also, you know, they have a history with, with FTR. So they could just be, you know, trying to get back in. Because you know. Jay White is fighting against FTR, the main events of Collision. Well, and Ricky Starks is sort of aligned with FTR now. and so... I hope it means that the guns are in Bullet Club Gold because I could see that being a cool thing. Like, they're total assholes. They're very tough to... Uh, to root for the crowd seemingly, or at least half the crowd seemingly likes Jay White. So if you add a couple guys that everybody hates, I think that does. Uh, I think that does a lot for Bullet Club. Yeah, I mean, dude, it, they're. You know, you you talked about how the AEW crowd is a bunch of like internet marks. So it's going to be really hard to ever get this crowd to dislike Jay White or right. Juice. But you throw the guns in there. You throw the guns in there, guns. and they hate the guns. Yeah. Everybody hates the guns. Yeah. So it's a per- – I, I agree. It's a perfect addition to keep them as a heel unit because nobody likes them. And that nobody also is kind of the way, you know, the gun's father, when the New Age Outlaws joined DX 25 years ago. It was totally out of nowhere. And the right. New Age Outlaws – I don't remember the scenario, but, like, they helped DX – win a match like oh they're dx now you know it's kind of a similar thing yeah and now it also makes me think like um i mean so we have the main they you know what's his name uh tony khan announced the the main event for collision right yeah it's the it's joe and bullet club against ftr and punk so the guns will get involved in that mm-hmm. right and that'll set them up for, to do something with FTR. And we can both and, agree the relationship with FTR and CM Punk is just a mutual love of Bret Hart, right? That's right, exactly. Relationship. Right, right, exactly. Which I'm okay so, with, you know, because I because he's my all time favorite. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. So yeah, but I think it's good. I think it's I think it's a, a a good. I think it's a good move if that's the case. If that's who it is, I still think. I still have this for I f- have this feeling I've had it for a while that what's like, whatever happened with um. Uh, what's his name? Ty Dillinger? The, yeah. Ty, uh, Sean Spears. Sean Spears. Sean Sp- what happened with Sean Spears? I like, don't know. You're right. What, he's nowhere now. Wait, wasn't he like in the when this Bullet Club they gold beat him Ricky up Starks in the crowd. thing he happened? He in the crowd and they beat him up. Yeah. So I don't know. I still think he's going to join too. Like I think because now if, if, Maybe if the guns he's are. Maybe that's why he's been off TV. They want us to forget about him. Well, if the guns are in Bullet Club gold and it's Ricky and uh ftr then they now need a fourth guy and sean spears could come back teasing that he's the fourth guy and then join bullet club gold okay maybe that's why he hasn't been on tv they're trying to make and then and then bullet club gold would just be a bunch of mid carters and jay white a bunch (laughs) of mid carters who nobody likes yeah but i guess that's the point i mean i guess that's the point um but uh but on next week's, so the interesting, I just, it's, here's why, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going back to next week's Dynamite. It's strange to me that it's so loaded. Because well, what else next, do we have besides the main event? So you got Adam Cole and MJF. Yeah. You have the Hung Bucks versus Blackpool Combat Club. Adam Cole, or Adam, sorry, Adam Page and the Bucks versus okay. Blackpool Combat Club. AW Women's title uh, match, Tony Storm versus Sky Blue. Okay. 
Um, Sting, Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy, and Keith Lee versus the Mogul Embassy. Okay. <laughs> Which actually is a pretty interesting match because we never really got a resolution on the Keith Lee swerve thing. I Did feel they like ever explain like... what they were doing with Parker Boudreau? He's just gone now again. No, those guys are gone. Those guys are gone. But did they explain and, why they're gone? No. Parker Boudreau sucks. I, I mean, I think maybe Swerve had some weird explanation of like, I needed to get a, like new partners or something. Yeah. So he joined them. He made the mogul. Embassy. Boy, that did not work. But that's a, that's, a, I think that's a, I, I still think that's an interesting match just because it's like Keith Lee and swerve that story yeah. there needs to be some kind of resolution there i think old man keith lee yeah and then Wardlow versus jake hager okay for the for the tnt title so there's i mean you have two two title matches yeah you have the champion fighting yep. against adam cole and then the 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 bucks versus blackpool combat club in a in a trio match i mean that's that's a big show you know what three days before the debut of a show that they're 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 trying to make a big deal? Yep, it can't live up to this. How long is Collision? One hour or two hours? Two hours. That's a legit show. All right, it is. But this 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 show is a big show. Like this is a big dynamite. And then you're like, tune in so we could see a random uh, six man tag match with. Because yeah, but CM you can't. In it. Yeah, but you can't tone down your other show. Just be like, you know. Well, I'm not saying to tone it down, but I, I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Why is this? Why are, do we suddenly have this show with like these big? Right. I, I know they always try to have strong wrestling matches in on Dynamite. Why? The only reason MJF is fighting next week to me is to set up Forbidden Door. MJF doesn't wrestle on Dynamite. Right. Never. Right. There's got to be something more to it, right? Like you don't have to have Adam Cole in a in a qualifier match. You could just give Adam Cole a title shot. Yeah. So there's got to be a reason MJF's fighting on free TV. His whole thing is that he doesn't fight. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's got to be more to it. it. But it feels like a a huge show. Hey, so uh, let's get to our bold predictions from the year since we're in the middle of the year here. Going into the new year, we each gave bold predictions. I have no idea what they are. We're halfway through the year now. Tee him up for me here. Let's hear what we gave at the beginning of the year and see where we stand. Okay, so so far we each did five. Okay, we each did five. Um, so far, none of mine have come true. Let me hear them. Um, one of yours has come true. Ooh, ha- okay. ha- one of yours happened. Um, one of yours. Actually, sorry. Two, one of yours happened. One almost certainly is going to be right. So it sent, looks like you're going to have two right. Ooh. One can happen, but won't. And then two of yours can't happen. All right, let me hear it. Um, mine was, so one of mine, my first one was Chad Gable will be in a main event feud. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Still can happen. Okay. Still can happen. So it's still alive. One was Solo would have a singles title by Mania. Okay, that Done. did not happen. That did not happen. This one I still feel decent about. Hangman versus MJF will be the feud of the year, and it will be f- the last feud for the year before MJF does the the war for twenty twenty four. All like right, the, then you still got time. The soul for the soul of AEW, right? Like he's fighting for that. Okay. Um, I said a lot of wrestlers would be jumping back from AEW to WWE. 
which doesn't seem like that's happening anytime. I mean, it, I felt like at the time, I think my thing was they were starting up house shows. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to rub people the wrong way and they're going to jump. Okay. So it doesn't look like that's happening. And then I said the four horsewomen would main event mania. And that did not happen. That okay. did not happen. That so did not happen. None of mine have happened. It doesn't look like any of them are going to happen. But if I have a chance, it's Hangman versus MJF. All right. Let me hear mine. What would I ask? Your first one was that Andrade would be back in WWE. That's not happening. That's not happening. Your second was that Jade Cargill would lose her first match. That happened. That happened. Um, you said Becky Lynch would win the Royal Rumble. That did not happen. That did not happen. Uh, you said that KO will be the one to beat Roman Reigns. That's still on the table. It could. So that's 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 the one that I said still could. is on the table. Won't happen, but could happen. Could. It's not dead. Okay. And then you said, and then so this is the one that seemingly is already set in stone, but I guess anything's possible. Sasha Banks will not appear in WWE or AEW. That's right. I'm going to be right about that, but maybe not because of why I thought. Right, exactly. I mean, I guess it's still possible that she shows up in a walking boot in AEW and challenges somebody for next year. Right. Although... Does it count that when Willow Nightingale won the the strong women's title on AEW TV? Right. The package that they showed for Willow winning does not count. Sa- Sasha Banks was in. Does it. not count. Does not count. I'm just That's saying live, live. Okay. Oh, okay. Does not Will count. not appear live. Okay, because she technically did appear on AEW television. I mean, if they show a replay on WWE television from five years ago and it's a picture of Sasha Banks, that doesn't count either. I actually think they had. They did. Yeah, that's right. I, so they did this count. year. So that's she's right. been on. So technically, she's been on AEW and WWE. Does not count. All right. Well, you. I mean, you got one. You got the Jade Cargill, and I might get another. And you're probably going to get another. I think. I don't think I'm going to get any, but man, Chad Gable deserves it. He deserves it. Let he me get uh, let me get to some notes here from Victor from last week. Our pal Victor Boredo, he's a big fan of the show. He he gives us sat corrections every now and then, and so he's got a few stuff for us this week. Remember last week, Joey, we were asking, uh, we were wondering when has Solo ever actually talked before? Not just said like a word, but like actually yeah. put together a full sentence. And he traced it back to April. To April of this year, he spoke in a backstage segment to Heyman and told him, quote, tell the tribal chief, I got this. All right. Okay. So, so but, that, but so, but so like last week's segment was the first time he held a microphone in a in ring. ring. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Then he goes on. We were asking as Karen Jarrett ever actually wrestled. And he says here, according to the internet, May of 2011 mixed tag match. How about this? Kurt Angle and China against the Jarrett's. China submitted Karen. She splashed in the corner by China, hit with her finisher, then angle locked by China. Wouldn't consider that any actual wrestling. That's all I could find. So that was Victor going that, back that to actually, Karen Jared in the ring. That, that reminds me, when is that match happening? Uh, well, on Rampage this week, there was a whole big thing with Aubrey and Karen again. So something's happening. I didn't see Right, but they're doing the mixed tag match, but when? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see. Huh. I don't know. Maybe it'll all be right. on collision. When was the last time... Charles Robinson refereed. We're wondering where the hell is Lil Oh, Mitch? yeah, that's right. It, he is currently the senior referee on SmackDown, but Victor cannot figure out when his last match was. 
Weird. Uh, maybe so he's, he's just he's just uh he's running the referees. He's not really a referee. And finally here, who is the what was the name of the jacked referee that is the MAGA and deathmatch wrestler? Yeah. And of course Victor <laughs> told us here his his stage name was Drake Wurtz. Yes. Uh and he says here that you know Victor goes to many NXT shows. He was super popular with the crowd and said here he actually took a crack at politics in 22 as a Republican candidate for Florida State <laughs> State House District 30. He lost in the primary. And those are some show notes slash corrections. That guy was not only was he jacked, he was so tan. Yeah. Like great tan, he, brother. He stuck out more than most of the wrestlers when he great was in the tan. great tan great yeah. tan uh yep. joey let's do big dirt not big dirt what do you got for us this week all right um so you mentioned cm punk and them having to set something up for him for potentially for forbidden door um so there's the rumor is that kenta is going to be fighting at forbidden door kenta um who was in wwe for a little bit as do you remember what his name was no he was he Victor will have to tell us last week because it's slipping my mind. Um, it was uh, so the rumors that he'll be at Forbidden Door and that there's just talking about potentially Co- uh, Kenta versus CM Punk at Forbidden Door. I'll go, I'll go Big Dirt, man. I mean, uh, I, I want to see if CM Punk's back. I want it to be a big match. Uh, Forbidden Door is obviously going to be a monster show. I'll go Big Dirt. I'm into it. Okay. Um, this one that you will, I mean, you're going to love this story. This is this is right up your alley, okay? Gable Stevenson oh. is who is currently focused on winning another gold medal in 2024. Did an interview recently where he said he'll be back on WWE sooner than people think. That's it. That's the story. This is not big dirt to me. I feel like I I, I feel like I've seen enough of Gable Stevenson to know that I've seen enough. You know, he was not good on the microphone when I saw him. And when he was delivering, I think he delivered a couple of German suplexes. I was not terribly impressed. Uh, I I don't need to hear about Gables. E- either come out and show me or not. Like, I don't need to hear about it. I agree. I got two things. And then we'll finish Big Dirt. One, Hideo Itami. That's that Kenta. Okay. That was Kenta. Yeah. Two, maybe we'll talk about this after Big Dirt if you want. Because we did, we kind of... We skipped the NXT stuff from this week because there's two big things from NXT that I wanted to get your thoughts on. Do you want to do that now or do you want to finish Big Dirt? Nah, let's save it. Okay. Um, Braun Strowman had neck yeah. fusion surgery and looks like he's going to be out for – I mean, I, I read a year, maybe longer. Yeah. Um, and I saw something where he said he was, like, partially having trouble with one of his legs. He was having trouble walking. It doesn't sound great, so, but he's going to be out for a while. Yeah, that's Big Dirt. That's unfortunate. I like Braun Strowman. you got to have a big guy. Uh, so yeah, that, that's a shame. So I'll go big dirt. Um, Cody and Brock, we didn't really talk about much, but well, obviously we're going to get a Cody Brock three at some, I'm guessing summer, probably summer slam. Yeah. There's been discussions that it'll have a stipulation that we haven't seen in a long time for this match. And one of the stipulations that's being rumored is a bull rope match. I was going to say first blood. Oh, well, that's one that a lot of people are talking about. That'd be a cool. lot of people are saying first blood. First blood would be cool. But I read a bull rope match. Okay, I don't like Which that. I, I'm going not big dirt. That's just a bull rope match. What's a bull rope match? I think maybe they're just attached to each other. Isn't that? But we've seen that. Isn't that like a strap match? Or yeah, I I hope it's first blood. Uh, bull rope match does not do anything for me. I'll go not big dirt. All right, this one is this last. The last one is like more um, wrestling adjacent, but. 
there, the rumor is that The Rock lost $60 million in this first season in the XFL. <laughs> and, I don't mean to laugh, but I mean... And well. which has the the internet wrestling community, you know, really say, saying like, you know, if The Rock needs one big payday to make that money back. Yep. The Tribal Chief is out. It's that, that's, that match is still out there. Yep. That's a big money match. You know, if he lost $60 million, Maybe The Rock comes back to WWE for one last run. I'm going not Big Dirt because I don't see it happening. I don't mean to laugh that he lost $60 million. The reason that I laughed is because the XFL is bullshit. Yeah. And it's always going to be bullshit. Yeah. Also, just to be clear, I am not. I don't know that he pers- – I'm sure he did probably lose a you're ton saying, of money. You're saying the league did. Yeah. The league lost $60 million, but probably The Rock. I mean, I feel like he put a lot of money in this. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Um, do you want me to tee you up on my two uh, NXT things? Nah, let's save it. Wait, wait, no, no, Cavender Twins. Oh, oh, yes, of course. And they were front row at the Heat that, game the other day. Too, that Big way. Dirt. That, we'll just put that as Big Dirt, not Big yes, Dirt. Yes, that is Big Dirt because I've been saying for a while now that the Cavender Twins are going to be in NXT. So there you have yeah. it. I like that. Um, and then last Big Dirt, not Big Dirt. Ron Breaker challenging Seth Rollins for the That's title. Big Dirt. I'm interested in where we're going with that. Yeah, okay. that's Big Dirt. Right. I'm interested. Those were my two things. Those are my two things. Good job, man. Excellent job, Joey. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff for our show. Uh, Joey, why don't you tell the fans? You'll talk to them next week. They will miss you. I will miss you all, too. I love you, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week on another edition of It's Still Real to Me.